Evan. Ben, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Well, we're back in another episode here. And wouldn't you know, we now have new digs. Hashtag guys, new digs. And I mean, no one hashtags anything. We're trying to make this permanent though, right? This will be the permanent spot. Anyone notice what we got here in the, uh, the background? Turf nerds. This is the Turf Nerds official banner. Actually, you guys, if you need a banner and you live in Metro Detroit, um, Michigan, go to Richard Reproductions. His name is Rick Larrabee. He'll hook you up. Tell him his best buddy, Evan Lindman, sent you. Richard Reproductions. Look it up. Yeah, Anyways, he was yeah. pretty quick with the turnaround on it, right? He got this thing turned around, guys, in uh, two days. Literally, like, two days. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, the blessing. Good guy. Yeah, so this is actually my basement, the new uh, podcast lair. The cave, right? Yeah, and uh, I think I think we got a pretty good setup here. You can't see, we, we've actually got a three-camera thing working because this you're This will work, yeah. This will be big time. The Success camera there in the expert. future. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> the usual sound equipment we'll have where I'll scoot over a bit and we'll we'll use this middle seat here when we have some oh, yeah. guests, uh, which we will have coming we up We do have soon. a guest coming up next week. Yep. Look forward to that or next episode. I think this is episode nine. Episode nine. So yeah. Then 10. 10 should be the guest. And then we're, we're going to have Big at, E on there. Looking at a couple other guests too. So maybe some. We uh, have some guys coming down the pike. Is it pike or pipe? You know, it, it it's pike, but I think uh, pipe has also become uh, an acceptable. Uh, never always knew because well. it's kind of like pipe and pike sound almost the same. So yeah. I never knew like you know it's, what's it's one actually of those the right way. Where I think peop- enough people yeah. have said it the wrong way that they said either way works. You good there? I was trying to uh, adjust our drop board here. You know, to start off, guys, we always have to do this. Well, maybe that was the wrong one. I oh, we just have the clap. Oh, the the clap. Here we go. And like how it doesn't work. There we, there we go. go. There we go. Finally now got it. So we can start. Finally got it, guys. So what's been going on, man? Uh, what's, well, what's happening in the world of lawn care? Well, good, 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 good question, Ben. Let's see. We are in the end of August right now. Yep. Days Gen- are getting shorter. Gen- generally in Michigan, you mow through the end of October or the first of November. It's it's anywhere from twenty five to thirty cuts. I'm kind of in that jaded phase right now. Where I love what I do. Dog days of summer, man. It's great. It's dog days. It's still hot. And I'm doing great solo here. I've been blessed by the Lord with, you know, fruit, fruitful labor. But it's just, lawns are starting to grow again. We got some rain, guys. And when lawns grow again, this is basically like May, like Spring Rush 2 right now. So lawns are long, doing a lot of double and maybe, maybe triple cuts too in some areas of lawns. Oh, wow. Um, this past week, but getting getting through the week and um, I'm trying just to mow everything just shorter and shorter and shorter as we get closer through October into November. So guys, general rule, rule don't let your clients um, request a high cut or you have the grass be long on the very last cut. You want it as short as possible. Obviously not scalping, but the reason why you want to keep it short, it, it prevents snow mold from growing in the grass and when people want their lawns cut too long on the very last cut the grass mats over and it's just not good for the lawn it's like the lawn wearing a double mask (laughs) (laughs) it just won't breathe well for the summer in the spring and then you would need aeration and aerations are really important so last cuts guys 
cut it short. Don't scalp it, but nice and tight. So okay. <laughs> hey, we're a good portion through the the lawn care season. Yes, you've been doing total solo this year. Hundred hundred percent. So looking back, you know, previous years you always had somebody working with you. I did. What's your thoughts going forward? Do you you like the solo, or would you rather have somebody working with you? You know, I would say this. You know, there's a saying from a man from um, Greg Durbin, our church. No, not Greg. A different guy. This is an old church guy, not Doc Human, but someone else. His name was Kevin Nast, and he was on the setup team at church, and he was always trying to recruit people. And he would say, "Hey," and he kind of, kind of had a twitch and like kind of a yes, he did, kind of a scrunch there to his face. Go, hey, you want to join a sub team? Any hands make light work. And so, my definition of for you know to go back to what you're talking about, I would define this as many hands make light work with lawn care. And looking back at it, I mean, I would love to have you know, someone back full time to help me grow things, but it's just, I'm getting killed with pain people right now. So got to bite the bullet going solo. It's one of the best things I've ever done, but I can mow everything fast where you get killed and guys would know these solo operators, you would know you get killed with all the trimming. And so the trimming sets you way back. So I wouldn't change it, but there's some days where I'm like, man, I wish I had help. Even two hours of help, I, I could easily knock out well over 30 lawns. I can average anywhere from 21 to 26, 27 a day, depending on the size. There's a, there's a ton of conditions, though. But looking back at it, I mean, yeah, I would like to have someone back, but I wouldn't change it now. Solo's the way to go. Don't have to pay anyone. Okay. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to spend some time on this week was talking about advice and tips that you would give. Sure to people that are taking care of their own lawn. So, you know, you got so these, the regular Joe, right? The regular Joe, what kind of tips would you give them on how to grow the best lawn, how to, how to mow it, how to uh, fertilize it, all, all that good stuff. You know, that's a great question. Um, for the average homeowner, I would start out by, I mean, some homeowners like tractors, some have push mowers, get yourself a mower where you're not necessarily wasting a whole bunch of time. But if you need a good exercise, Get a little 22 push mower and mow two acres. It might take you a, a while, but get yourself a homeowner's machine, not a commercial. I would only advise a homeowner to get a commercial machine if they're mowing acreage and like a yeah. lot of properties. And then I would buy used. But if you're doing a little homeowner machine, buy something new. And then after that, I mean, I would prep your yard, pick up all your sticks and rock and crap. I see many homeowners just cutting on tractors and push mowers. And man, even driving by people and I'm mowing lawns while homeowners like mowing their lawn guys and see them running over stuff and it just looks bad. And then but people don't care. And it just it makes my, it makes my anxiety just go crazy. Cause I'm like, come on, do this right. So care for your machine there a little bit too. Like, so I would say if you're, you know, buy a push mower or maybe a tractor new, if you want to go commercial, buy it used, but prep your yard for this though. Pick up objects and stuff, sticks and whatnot. And I get a lot of clients and other people, they're like, hey, how come my lawn's not, they're like, hey, how come my lawn's not green, X, Y, and Z? Oh, I paid for a fertilization company. How come it's dying? I'm like, well, you pay for the fertilizer, like, like that company, but you're not watering, Yeah, you know, type of thing. Or people try to, they think you can grow grass basically in the dark and, and in the shade. I'm like, this is not Camelot, okay? You, you don't have Gaius casting a spell on the grass and just having... Or sorry, not not guys. That was Merlin's help. You, you, you just don't have Merlin the Warlock casting a spell on. Gra it's like people don't like 
there's such thing as shade grass, but even with shade grass, there's still a lot of sun that comes on there. Yeah. People literally like to try to grow the grass in the dark, and I'm like, this is not, this is just not going, it, it, it just doesn't work. But know your lawn, and I, I would really say, I mean, become like have a good relationship with your lawn so you know how to make it look the best. And it starts with watering it, even for a homeowner. I've seen many dry lawns, people are cheap, and then fertilize it though, too. Now, I don't fertilize too much, but I do know basic principles. Costco, you can just go get Scott's weed and feed. Yeah. You could really almost fertilize anytime you want as long as you water, but the general rule is six applications. There's three for herbicide, and another three would be for like fertilizer and like wheat, or, you know, like turf builder building. Guys would quote me on this, but that's generally the rule. And with that, for the homeowner, you could fertilize, you know, six times a year, but I fertilize my, my home only three times a year, and I have really lush green front yard, even though I have a bunch of shade in my front yard, though, too. But there is sections of my yard that has some bare spots from turn of the mower because I do try to grow grass in the in the bare spots, but the shade builds up over time and throughout the summer and, and the leaves are there. And it's a matter how slow you go with some of these big mowers, though, too. You'll uh, tear up the grass. So I preach to people, you got to cut limbs and trees and water a lot if you want to really have a nice lush lawn. And it's really not hard to do. It's There's, there's no science in the growing grass. People just don't want to pay have quality how much should people be watering good question like i said know your shadier if i have this one lawn client her name is faith she's about 99 years old okay she's she's old as bunk she's it's amazing great great woman she always we always kind of uh do friendly banter with each other so her front yard's completely covered in shade she's got a big giant kind of like willow tree it's kind of it's kind of ugly and the branches are getting too low now and um kind of gets in my way when I try to mow, but she doesn't have any sprinklers and she fertilizes and her grass is staying green the whole entire year. Then you have the guy, Mike, next door. He's got sprinklers. He's got no trees and his lawn is brown when he doesn't water a lot. So know the locations of your house, you know, spots and areas in your lawn where there's shade and where there's sun. Where there's sun areas, you're, you're going to have to water a lot more than you think and water at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. Before the sun comes out people like the water during the middle of the day and i'm like the water's shooting on the sprinkler it's going to evaporate before it even hits the ground and really water it's like you can water for 25 minutes during a 95 degree day with the sun out but you're really not going to have the the water h2o penetrate the soil to really help build and grow the turf yeah so it's well yeah and people you- just don't really realize where you live it's like hey you have trees you don't have trees you have to know that so when you think about it what what place has the most lush lawn like a golf course oh big time when are they watering they're they, watering early in the morning and early late in the night. morning all the time you you have to and there's a big difference i can easily tell clients who are not even mine your regular homeowner who waters and who doesn't so and who who fertilizes and who doesn't guys we're, we're kind of in the season of crabgrass right now and you, yeah. it's it's even harder to mow because crabgrass is a it's a grass but it's it's kind of a weed and crabgrass it can hold moisture better than bluegrass you know this our regular turf that we see here and i'm like there you go if moisture is held in the lawn you'll have a green lawn what do you think about the, the these fertilizer companies are there any that you'd say are better than the others or i refer out to people here in my local area we'll, 
we'll have a FERC guy on that my dad uses soon. And I would all say they're generally, they're all generally pretty good guys. Um, they do like to try to blame the, I've had them come at me, not directly, but just through the client saying, saying that I'm like cutting too low. And I'm like, I'm cutting on three and a half. That's not low. And they try to blame me if the lawn's not looking as green. And when we're, we're in the hot months, I'm like, okay, don't tell the client that it's my fault when the client's not water. Like they, they try to educate the client for us. I'm like, no, talk to me. I'm your lawn guy. I'm here 30 times a year. I can tell you, it's like, I'm not going to tell the fruit guy what, what to apply because they're the expert in that though too. But I have enough basic rudimentary knowledge now. I kind of know what these fruit guys are doing. I, I would say sometimes, not, not, not all the times guys, sometimes they over apply and you can scorch and burn out a lawn. I've seen regular homeowners throw fertilizer <laughs> Throw, throw fertilizer down and the lawn gets completely brown. They got to totally redo their turf because guess what? They threw it down and they didn't water. So yeah. it's kind of funny, but then kind of sad. It's like, <laughs> you didn't water, bro. Or Greg, oh, see you later. Hey, so if uh, if I just bought a, a house, it's my first house, and I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take care of my lawn myself, but I don't have a mower yet, and I go out. Sure. What? you know what brand should i be looking at what what kind of price do you think i should be uh, expecting to pay for that that push mower you know Not, nothing fancy but you know like say i, I bought yeah. like a typical three-bedroom brick ranch in livonia sure. michigan you know kind of like my house exactly the same size size yard that that you have there and that i used to have way back in the day in hartel um the old hartel house what, what kind of you what, live next to we're getting them on you used to live next to a uh, gentle giant, didn't you? Didn't you live next to Darren or no? Uh, he lived, oh, yeah, he lived Never mind. Uh, across yeah. uh, West we'll Chicago from me. We'll Anyways, so I used to, okay, our typical lawn setup, even as recent as this year and last year, we'd have a rider and a push mower for small backyards. And last season, the 2021 season, I got a Toro Time Master 30 inch Home Depot, 1200 bucks. Okay. So that's a high end, but that was still a residential mower because I didn't really want to spend the extra thousand dollars for a commercial 30 inch mower because I would only use it for like two yards. So you're looking at anywhere. And then before the uh, Time Master, I did have a Toro. I, I had a different Toro uh, residential push mower. I think that one cost me about 375 bucks. Okay. So you, you can spend anywhere on the cheap end. I'd say three hundo, but. Most homeowners would pay anywhere from four to seven hundred for a, a quality residential push mower, and, and you're looking at Toro, um, Honda. They got some pretty good machines, but those are the primary two mowers that I see a, a lot of homeowners have. And then some are some homeowners you see with their push mower, it's so beat up and so dusty and full of dirt. It's like I, I don't even know what brand that even is. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, any uh, any other recommendations for for the homeowner? I, I think some. I see some people that, that probably over mow. Oh, sure. And then some that, you know, that, that go through the, the no mow may oh. and, and, and beyond. That's, that's funny. Hey, first, uh, turn your mic where the faces. Yeah. That your logo was off. Yeah. I got it. We're still trying to fix this guys. Podcasting is a lot harder than you think. Like I'm kind of a tech nerd and Ben's great at talking. Like, man, Ben could pitch any product, but then I got to remind myself and it's like, Hey, this mic you have to speak in towards the actual logo because it's like a direction it's a type of like directional but ben can make any mic sound good 
But these are good mics. Oh, you, these are uh, You found these. They're the. Um, this was Mayono. Th- this was like seventy five bucks, and that this one came in some kit, and we had had a little mixer here. Set of stuff. Okay, yeah. No, we're not about that. But yeah, uh, yeah, great quality mics. Anyways, back to your question. What was your question again? I about people that either over mow or you know just go months between mows. Well, this year they tried to kick off this campaign. It was uh. No Mo May yep. to help preserve the bee population. And as recently, I thought I heard something like, I'm, I'm trying to remember where I heard this from, but there was a client that hadn't mowed their law. I, I, I heard this through my buddy. It was his client. It was a client's neighbor. They, they were trying to get my friend to mow for him and they hadn't mowed it all year. It's like, like almost like ended June, early July. I'm like, it was like three feet long. Like that's, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. So you have that person. Well, you do have the regular homeowner that literally they try to mow every like 17 days. And then you have, um, homeowners that they mow weekly. You have the guy weekly Walter mows every seven days, but then you have other guys that like to mow like twice a week, Tommy type of thing. Some, some of these people have way too much time on their hands to, Make their lawns look pretty, but I know I'll be like that one day when I'm about 85, still, still going. Well, that'll be way different. So there's there's many different types of people, but my but my general rule is though it's rule is mow it weekly, but it also depends on your grass and how fast it grows. And I would still say mow it weekly, even if you have slow growing grass. And cutting it higher is generally healthy. Higher grass is healthier because you can retain more moisture in it. But I would argue guys would try to knock me in this one i would argue that even if you like mow it really short borderline scalp it you're exposing the roots more okay okay i'm with follow you. me follow me you're exposing the roots more ben and then say you get a bad rain st- like the roots are more exposed so the water can get into the roots quicker than it would be if you left it kind of long and shaggy but the long and shaggy lawns can retain moisture and sun from getting into the roots so it's kind of a could go both ways. But yeah. My my general is don't. I mean, people like it nice and tight, but I like to leave mine a little bit higher. So I generally mow a three and a half and uh, to a three and a quarter. So, okay. Yeah. It's kind of where it's at. Okay. Uh, last couple minutes here. I wanted yeah. to to totally switch gears and talk physical fitness because I know you like to usually work out. I know oh, you, sure, you yeah. can't always get to the gym during uh, during the lawn season every day, but like what what is your your typical workout and y- you probably change it up uh, daily, but what do you what do you look to do when you're going to the gym? Well, it's kind of changed up here big time. I used to try to go five days a week, but then switching over, even starting last year when I was hybrid solo, and now this year, like Greg, yeah, full time solo. I try to get i I can barely get in there two days, and I used to go like Monday chest, Tuesday back, um, Wednesday with shoulders, Thursday legs, Friday. Beach body arms day nine thousand. Now I have to con- combine days, so I'll I'll, I'll do like Monday uh, chest and tries, Wednesday back and buys, and then Thursday shoulders and legs. But I tried to do a four day split, but I've been lucky to get there maybe two days a week this whole entire summer. I mean, or whole entire lawn care season. Ever since the end of April, my gym time went down, but I walk like twelve to fifteen miles a day, so I'm staying lean. I'm still putting on muscle. But you got to eat a lot though too. I'm constantly popping protein bars, Cliff bars, um, chips. Just 
apples, things that keep me going throughout the day. But it's definitely been a change because when I started out in April this year, I actually lost probably almost 15 pounds from just coming off the uh, air quotes fatty fatty winter weight from plowing with with my uh, my buddies though too. But this but this line of work, guys, you you got to eat. Like I see guys that mow all day, they they just sometimes don't even bring water. I'm like, how oh, you're not dead? Like when my calories get depleted while mowing, it's just like, I need to get off. Like they go eat now and then come back. And I feel so much better. Oh yeah. You got to be taking care of yourself, especially during these super oh, hot yeah. days. You oh, got to make sure you have tons days. of water. Liquid IVs, the Costco, those are great. They actually sponsor the Joe Rogan podcast. I was listening to Rogan the other day. Rogues, um, JRE, uh, liquid IV sponsored. I'm like, Hey, Costco, but, they actually work. So his sponsors are pretty legit. I mean, and I know once we they get... They better some, be yeah. with the audience that he has. Well, when we build that audience down the road too, if we do get some sponsors, guys, like you better believe it and bet that uh, we're, we're going to stand behind stuff because we're not going to be like just saying go buy this or go do that if we don't mean it. That's not... I We we shoot you straight, so... Absolutely. We'll never yeah. we'll never tell you to, to go get something that we don't like ourselves. That's the truth. I mean, we, 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 we keep it real here on the Turf Nerds podcast. <laughs> Speaking of keeping it real, maybe we'll get Uncle Greg back on here soon, right? Yeah, I think we might need an update from Uncle Greg about See how, how the lawn doing. season went, how, you oh, know, yeah. his th- third year on, on the job, what he's, what he's learned, you know, that's different from before. I think, uh, yeah, we can always have Uncle Greg back. But I think Love Greg. I'm looking forward to the upcoming guests. I'm looking forward to Evan as the next guest because I think he's got a good story to tell. He's he's got a great story, guys. You'll you'll love him. Like this guy's a powerhouse. Yeah, and we have uh, a few other potential guests for the future. We might get we do uh, a guy who's going to come uh, potentially talk about accounting and taxes for small business. We do. Uh, we've got some of the spiritual stuff that we've been talking about. We'll be rolling out hopefully soon. And then might maybe. Have yeah. Might have uh, a local weather person. Local weather guy. On. And then um, I'm going to try to get Sean Spencer on from Spencer Lawn Care. I'm got to pull the right strings with that. I I know they're busy, but we're, we're going to try, try to get him on too. Hey, guys, send this to him if you also watch the Spencers because they're great people. So Yeah, and, and people should also check out the E&D Lawn Care YouTube channel. Uh, get that, I think yeah. you got a lot of great content on there, a lot of shorts. Some of them are funny. Some of them are informative. Um, the one that we released two weeks ago with with your your gear, you know, some people have listened to it, but to to actually see it, yeah, we're uh, actually doing video podcasts here, um, too, guys. So we're just trying to grow that YouTube channel to eventually be monetized. But we're trying to just put out informative, quality content. So we kind of got a hybrid thing going where half our content shorts, the other half is a podcast, and then a bonus video that Ben and I will do about a product or a piece of equipment that I have or X, Y, and Z. So it's been great feedback from um, people. It's been really cool to dive into the lawn care community and do this. And oh yeah, quick, quick shout out to Tony's lawn care. He found us on Stitcher. He's got about 7,500 subs. Checked out his videos. He has a podcast too. Yeah. We might um, be uh, meeting up with Tony if, if we happen to go down to the big Expo. show in yeah. Louisville, right? We're, we're working out the um, details to go down to uh, Equip Expo, guys, would would love to see you down. We would actually like to do a Turf Nerds meetup. Um, so, if you guys are interested in um, meeting up, and we'll kind of build our listing base by then. It'd be cool to have you know 
five, ten guys be like, hey, Evan, hey, Ben. Yeah, hey. I, I was just thinking, <laughs> I haven't been to Louisville before. Um, I know a couple restaurants where their specialties are exotic meats. And I think for any Sounds good. men like us, that's something that, uh, that we would like to do. I like any sort of exotic meat that's smoked with from a um, smoker. And Kentucky's technically south compared to where we up here in the good old state of Michigan. Yep. Anything else you want to talk about tonight before we uh, I, I think that's it. I'm calling kinda, a show. I'm kind of gassed and all grassed out and just we just guys to get through the kind of the jaded I guess end of the season before we do fall cleanup so it should be fun. Just a lot of time hopping in God's word and prayer and he's the strength of our heart. So that's what we got to remember. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right everybody. Thank you again. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks guys. <laughs>